Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Let's bring in Ryan Snyder on 3.com, Blue White Illustrated. Sir, welcome back. Great to have you with us. Busy, busy week, Steve. Told you last time we talked. This is the week to chat. So. Yeah, this is the here we. Yep. Yeah, good week to reach out. Yeah. So here we go. Um, it, it every guy comes to the quarterback club, and they always get asked either by me or by by whomever. And usually, I'm I'm just asking now because you know the crowd's going to ask anyway. What were some of the influences that got you to Penn State? Okay. You know, and they'll list a bunch of things, right? But. Every, but a constant one is, and then I went to the whiteout game. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, what's it look like uh, in terms of attendance this time? Looks really, really deep. Um, I'm at 92 players at the moment. Uh, I know it's going to be probably closer to 130, 140. Oh, I mean, at times we've seen 170 or so. Now the staff has learned that there really is, too much uh there, you can't have too many uh, i guess you would say um, so they've tried to in recent years uh cut it back a little bit to, and, and really make sure it, it's top you know quality guys so i have 92 prospects at the moment that uh, sean and i have worked on and out of those players about 60 of them hold scholarship offers uh, and that's of course including some of the committed players so Man, that's a incredibly impressive list. I mean, we always put these lists together, and of course, you're always going to see a handful of guys not end up making it. But you know, if if there are truly sixty, a little over sixty um, scholarship guys in attendance, it it would probably be the deepest whiteout list we've ever seen. So um, let's see who shows up. If the weather looks perfect, uh, which it, it is, be a, you know. Right, yeah. you got the night game, which you, which you need to to get people to state college, of course, and uh, so everything is is in Penn State's favor for this to be one of the deepest recruiting lists we've ever seen. How many different years are going to be represented among mm-hmm. those one thirty you're talking? But ninety two to one thirty you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so I have twenty twenty six guys. Uh, I, I wouldn't be shocked if there's a twenty twenty seven somewhere out there that yeah. I learned about uh, on Sunday. Uh, that usually happens that, uh, you know, Sean and I will be going through uh, pictures and stuff and I'll send it over to him and we'll start searching and we'll learn that he's actually an eighth grader. So I've seen that before, <laughs> uh, but, but right now I have two 2026 guys. Um, and, you know, these are obviously way down the road. They're just freshmen in high school now, but two names for people, people, people to remember uh, Messiah Mickens. He plays at Trinity high school down here in Camp Hill. I'm actually going to see him play tonight. They play steel high. Uh, Messiah has a Texas A&M offer already. And then Marquise Wimberly, too, a really good running back out of Parkland. Uh, no offers yet for, for Marquez, but uh, I know he went out to Oregon uh, in the summer and put up some really good track numbers. I mean, whenever you're going out there um, to Eugene for those national Nike competitions, you're a very special athlete. So, um, yeah, with everybody from 2026, 2025, 2024, and of course, 2023 is the current class. I mean, I would say that the 2024 is going to be the, the, the uh, massive uh, bulk of, of this list. I mean, I would say mm-hmm. probably 60% yeah. will just be in that class with the other three classes making up the other 40. Uh, who is the recruiter in the uh, 23 group uh, that will be signing in December? The recruiter yeah, that who, will be signing? Yeah, in- who are the recruiters, in other words, the players that will get, mm-hmm. on, get on social media or, or text or do whatever and say, hey, look, join me, be a part of the group? 
Hmm. That's a good, good question. So who? So basically, what you're asking is who are like the best recruiters in this class? Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, who, yep. Who are the okay. guys? You know, like like Brennan was, like Hackenberg right, was. Right, I mean, right. I don't okay. know. Just making yep. sure we're on the same yep. page there. No, no. Um, I, I want to make sure I clarify so, the question. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's it's an interesting group because I I, I always get asked about Brennan and Hackenberg, and and they're always just they got to be on a different level because of the circumstances at the time, right? I of mean, course, it just yeah. It was toxic. It was, there's never any, I'll never ever compare guys to those two. Um, but a couple guys that really stand out in this class to me, I have to start with Alex Birchmeyer. He Not only yeah. was he the first guy to commit mm-hmm. in this class, yep. but he, I mean, look at this offensive line class. You have Anthony Donko, you have Javen Williams. Uh, of course you have uh, Cooper Cousins, 2024. I mean, it's a really strong class. And, and Alex Birchmeyer was a massive reason for that. So I have to, I always have to point to Birchmeyer as somebody who really stands out a lot. Um, you know, Joey Schlafler and Andrew Rappelier too. And they're, they're two tight ends, um, but they're like really social guys, right? Like, I mean, both of them are, uh, I would say Joey's a little more active on social media, but when you get to know them, uh, just great personalities, you know, guys that everybody wants to hang out with and get to know. I feel like they, those two have, uh, you know, really done a good job recruiting as well. You know, I'd be remiss to not think of Matthias Barnwell, who, of course, was one of the first to commit. I, I, Matthias was actually, at one point, the youngest player to ever commit to Penn State football. Right. Yeah, he stepped away from it then and uh, took some time to look things over and then, of course, recommitted. But, um, you know, Matthias has been blue and white for, you know, mm-hmm. two three years now, it feels like. Uh, so, you know, he's an excellent recruiter. Really, that whole that Virginia area, you know, Tony Rojas is a great personality as well. Yeah. You know, I mentioned Birchmeyer. Donko is a guy who is, as he's gotten older or, you know, been committed longer, uh, talking to more and more guys. So it really is a mixed group. Uh, you know, there aren't, I wouldn't say there's like one or two guys I really point to this year. If I had to really pick one, I'd probably lean towards Birchmeyer yeah. just because he was the first one that really got it going. Um, and, you know, he's, he's been doing it for like a year and a half mm-hmm. now. I mean, it's, it's, it's wild to think back on that. Uh, running backs. And the, I brought this mm-hmm. up the last time because of the circumstances, not because of the player. The player, the player is, is terrific, but we know what the circumstances are. What about running backs immediately in the 23 class? And in the, what about 24? Yeah, so right now in 2023, I'm mainly looking at Chris Johnson in Miami. Um, I, I really feel like he is, without a doubt, um, Penn State's top target there um, out of Dillard High School. It's just going to be hard to to get him on campus. I think like that is okay. that's really where the the staff's kind of. I mean, if they can get him up for an official visit, I feel like that that's their 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 main chance there. But when I just look at some of the other schools um, that are involved, uh, it just it's it's going to be hard there with Chris, so we'll see. Um, they did just hand out a, a recent running back offer not too long ago. I'm trying to remember the name, Steve. I'm, I'm okay. struggling uh, off the top of my head to remember the name. I think it was Cameron Wallace, I want to say. Um, oh man, I'm struggling to remember where he's from. I think it was from Georgia, Montgomery, Georgia. I'm trying to pull it up on my computer quick. But uh, I've been trying to get in touch with Cam, obviously. You guys can't tell. I've, I've been struggling to get in touch with this kid. But he he was offered about a week ago. Right. I don't really know a ton. You know, there's an Indiana offer. I remember Georgia Tech, a couple right. other smaller power fives. But any of these to be a, any any running ahead. backs coming in this weekend? Oh yeah, there there will definitely be a couple uh, to keep an eye on this weekend. I mean, when I when I really look up and down the list, I, I really like Sam Williams Dixon uh, for, from from Ohio and and. 
you know, like so many others that end up at Penn State, he camped with the staff this year. So they have really good information as far as the kind of athlete that he is. And he, and he just he just seems to have really strong interest in Penn State, too. Um, a good good offer list. I wouldn't say it's a, in a deep elite one yet. Um, but, you know, he, he's all signs are pointing to him being, a, you know, high three star, low four star kind of guy. Right now we have him as a three star, but his stock is certainly on the rise. Um, just from watching him this year, he's got a Tennessee offer, Kentucky, Pitt, uh, a couple other quality schools. I think Iowa State was another one that stood out to me. Um, you know, just just when I was talking to him recently. Uh, but other guys to note, I mean, Sam's the the main one for this weekend. Uh, Dewan Williams from St. Francis will be up. We'll see. I, I'm trying to get a better feel for that. And then Daniel Coles as well from Stafford, Virginia, another guy that you know I think this season, you know, the, the film that comes back this season will give us a better feel for where they're at on the board. Uh, but Williams Dixon, because he camps and, and because of some of the interest, seems just to be a little higher on the board. Uh, I will mention that John Forster and Jabri Wallace-Coleman are two really good 2025 running backs. Uh, Wallace-Coleman's actually already committed to Georgia. He plays at Emetep in Philly. Those are two other guys that will be here this weekend, but uh, you know they're 2025, so a couple years down the road. Right, exactly. Um, how are things looking uh, of an upper four-star, upper five-star guys coming, or five-star guys coming in? Oh, it's it's deep. I mean, it's it's a lot of upper four-stars. Uh, the, the one five-star right now we know for sure is Ellis Robinson. He's originally from – or he's from Connecticut, but he's, he's down playing at uh, IMG Academy at the moment. So, you know, <laughs> it's always like that gift and the curse of, of guys from the Northeast going to IMG, right? Like, they, <laughs> yeah. you know you know they're going to get good competition. They're going to progress. But uh, they're also going to have a reason for Alabama to be knocking on the door and, uh-huh. uh, you know, recruiting them pretty hard. So, but getting him back is massive because he hasn't been here for almost a year, right? I mean, he went down to IMG last year. Uh, and hasn't visited since. So getting him back is really, really important. I think actually last year his visit was for the Illinois game, which was 10-23, and of course this game will be 10-22. So like it's literally a year since he's mm-hmm. been here. Um, you know, some other guys that stand out, Ernest Willers, another prospect from IMG Academy. From Baltimore, we have him as a defensive end. A guy that uh, I think Penn State should be a top five or so prospect with if you know, whether they're going to be one or two, I, I still kind of need to learn a little bit more, but we'll see. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other guys. Oh, Brady Priestcorn is, I think, Penn State's top tight end prospect out of Michigan. This will be like his third or fourth visit uh, to Penn State overall. So he's another pretty important guy for, um, you know, Ty Howe and the gang there. But uh, I, I would say right now, when I, I was going through the list earlier, I'm trying to remember the numbers. I think it was about a dozen or so uh, top Two, or top 150 guys, I believe is what the number was. And then when you go to top 200, it was a little over that. Uh, I think it was like 16, 17, something like that. So, I mean, at the end of the day, there should be around two dozen top 300 prospects uh, in, that make up this list. Wow. Okay. Uh, quarterbacks. And people aren't thinking so much about quarterback because of the obvious – uh, ones that are on the roster right now, but mm-hmm. because we're talking about guys in 24 and 25 and maybe somebody in the 26, what does that look like? Yeah. So Penn State was hoping to get Jaden Davis on campus. He's pretty much their top 2024. Uh, mm-hmm. He's not going to be able to make it though. So he's originally, he plays in Charlotte, you know, lives in Charlotte. Uh, they're playing a game in Georgia this weekend. So with it being out of state, you know, they were trying to make it work where he could fly out of Atlanta then and come up here. But just talking to his dad actually just like an hour or two ago, they, they weren't able to make that work. So that hurts a little bit. 
you know, the family should be back here at some point. They visited a couple times. You know, do do I think Jaden Davis is going to end up at Penn State? Honestly, I probably don't. I think they're fringe top five at the moment. Probably a couple teams ahead of them. So uh, we'll we'll see what develops there. They are getting KJ Jackson back on campus, who's a very intriguing prospect out of Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, KJ was up here again in the summer. Again, another guy who camped, another guy who you know they have accurate numbers for and everything, and uh, that's so important at every position. Um, but actually getting to see guys throw at quarterback is you know all the more important. So be curious to see um, you know how KJ reacts to seeing the whiteout and where Penn State stands. I would already, I mean, if I had to make a pick for KJ, I, I do think Penn State would be in school. I just think there's a couple other guys like Jaden Bradford who probably won't be here this weekend. Um, but you know he's he's been here a couple times as well, um, who are probably a little little high higher on the board at the moment. There is one other guy I have to mention for 2025, and that's Ryan Montgomery. Mm-hmm. His brother Luke is heading to Ohio State though, so I don't know how that's gonna how that's gonna play out in the end. But uh, Ryan Montgomery's been here a couple times. Family's really high on Penn State, uh, but in the end of the day, when your brother picks Ohio State, it's kind of hard to see little brother coming to Penn State. Well, Nola's playing different teams. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's a little different. That's a little, a little different. different deal. Okay, I just want to make sure. Ryan, always a pleasure. A lot to sort out on a whiteout weekend when you're talking 92 to 130. It's a lot of organization for the staff, and it's a lot of work for you. Yeah, and it's not even this weekend, too, man, with Ohio State next week. Yep. It's boom, boom. I mean, these are – these are two of the most important re- recruiting weekends of the year. I mean, really, they're they're really the most important two remaining. Uh, you know, you may have a couple official visits at the end, but this this is the uh, you know the the big two weekends here to end twenty twenty two. Ryan, thanks so much. Appreciate all the information. Of course, Steve. We'll talk soon.